I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are we on? Hello, coaches. How are we this week? It's uh, the Wednesday pre... Uh, it's a full, we get full squads this week, so... This is letting you know where your teams are actually at as well this week, so you'll know. Pre-Origin. Yeah, pre I'm not really worried about Origin. I think Origin... No, but the game still gets played. You know, that's a major buy round. Like, that's yeah, it. yeah, it's, yeah. it's that pre-Origin week where they're all at full strength. Like, do you think the Queensland guys are going to come out fire and hard? Do you think the New South Wales are going to come out fire and hard oh, for yeah. Origin 3? Or, or like, because are we going to see that player mentality... That we've seen in the last couple of weeks be affected. No, I think I think I think you get what you get when they come back from their camps. You know what I mean? When you come back to NRL football, you're just putting in that next level. Like, so virtually everyone who's played Origins virtually safe by. You know, um, for when they come back to club land. In my opinion, that is like not many regress after playing Origin. Um, don't get me wrong, we had some lower scores on the weekends with Walsh and Teddy and stuff like that, but across the board, if you have a look, a lot of them blokes that played Origin scored well again. Um, this is the week they tend to go off a bit better after not having to back up, so your D-Fees and shit, I'd be watching. Uh, I know you. Oh, <laughs> I am. I took the gamble. I got rid of him, thinking it'll be the same thing as after Origin 1, where he backs up slow. Did not do that. So look the goods too. Like looked in it. Like didn't didn't dog it or anything. So yeah, he, I was. I'm one of them blokes that held. So I'm lucky. I got his points. Um, thankfully, the difference was, in our overall shows it, man. Two hundred yeah, points difference. It was yeah. Well, virtually him. You know. Yeah. He, he chugged along, and a lot of the people that people replaced him with didn't even get seventies. You know. So. Straight away, that granted, he got that 16 the other week, but you're sort of expecting a lowish score, not a 16, like a 50, <laughs> yeah. considering he's chugging along at 80. But yeah, well, you've got to cop them sometimes. Like every single player we've virtually owned, or even, even some of the keepers through the year, they throw out that dud score. Keeps you know? the average in check. It just, it, it's just a. When he's averaging 100 per game without a dud game like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. just, you need, it's it's um, law of averages. You have to have a couple of shit games throughout the year, you know? And get him out early, get him in his team. Well, that, that is one way to look at it, or you could have held on to a couple through the periods. There's been a few people that I've let go and then had to bring back. Like, granted, cash was an issue. I needed the cash that they were leaking or something, but... Yeah, a couple of players that I've, even now, like I'm kicking myself with Val Holmes. You know, I didn't expect him to have such a tear backing up them weeks from Origin. And now I'm on the struggle. Do I go sideways straight from Garrick to him? Um, there's talks, rumours, massive rumours. I don't know how true they are, but Perham was in talks with Manly for a release to go play fullback at Manly. Um, but why does your oh, because Crichton's coming? 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that in, that again, that's shit for Garrett because if we've watched Perham, he's been decent for the dogs. Like he's been decent super coach wise. He hasn't been decent player, um, but super coach wise, decent. But that will affect Garrett because he doesn't have the passing game that Trevojevic has. He doesn't have the skill. Whereas Garrett at fullback, bit more justifiable hold. Yeah, I can um, ride Garrick at fullback. But all right, here's I've got a question for you just quickly. Is Garrick still a hold if you can afford it? Like in your in your case, you can afford to trade him. Um you've got you've got trades. Um I can see where you could go across to a Val. Garrick loses two hundred K and jump back on for five hundred grand for that. I've already taken that risk once this season. I did name Garrick for some of his early high scores. Yeah. Got on after he was at centre for around that mark. No. Yeah. I'm riding the train, man. Like, he was one of those guys. He's, I've been counting as a keeper all year. Well, so, the, oh, look, the keepers this year, like, if you really look into it, it's sort of had a bit of a swing. Like, they're not the same guys that you've penciled in at the start of the year, you know? There's no Angus Crichtons and stuff. There's, no, but, uh, there's a lot of players that just aren't there and they've been filled up with these. I think Garrick is still there. If Garrick's getting his fullback spot... Yeah, for the rest of the season, then I can see him there. There's only been talks about Perham. He's not playing for him this weekend. No, nah, there's only talks. I, I, you know what I mean? And it could also just be smoke and mirrors bullshit in the media. So no, it's I only tend been not on to Facebook. I haven't seen anything on. Yeah, I tend not to try and read into too much. Yeah, I'll wait and see what happens. Um, I mean, look, man, I might be crazy, but I still think if Benny Hunt's going anywhere in Queensland, I reckon he's going to the Dolphins. Oh, the fins, you reckon? Well, if he was... I don't think I don't think Benny Hunt's getting a release this year. No, he's not. And I I, I called it um, a couple of weeks ago. I just think he doesn't want Flano, bro. And the news that he'll stay to the end of twenty twenty three, but wants to get out of twenty four twenty five. That'll be based on Hopkins. You know, players want to play for certain coaches. Um, well, they want to. The, the thing with if they were going to let go, there, he's a marquee signing, right? Um, if they let him go, then how do you find, you know, there's no million-dollar men on the market. Yeah. You know, so how do you fill the void? You can't, and it leaves you at a loss. Like, they've sunk their money into him with expectations to build around him over the next at least two seasons. It was three when he re-signed October or whatever. But, yeah, like, I don't know. For me, I don't give a shit. Either way, it doesn't affect my club, doesn't affect anything to do with me. But if he goes to the Broncos, that's fucking bullshit. He shouldn't be allowed to go anywhere near a team that's pushing. Look at TPJ did. Different. How? Different. His club wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, but he was already gone. Like, the the club wanted him out. That's what I'm saying. So the, the club the has club the ability. The club don't want him out. Ben, they want him there. Yeah, but apparently, by everything that I'm hearing... The club's run like a bag of shit from the board down. It's been run like a bag of shit forever, bro. But that's, again, he signed on knowing the club was getting run like a bag of shit. He signed on knowing Hook's job was on the line. No, he didn't sign on knowing Hook's job was on the line. Maybe the second time. How many times, how many years now have you been throwing Hook's name out Look, I knew it, but I don't know if Benny Hunt, I don't know if that was his agreement with the club. I don't know. Like, I don't think he would have signed on for that. That was probably the thing that got him across the line. They were like, nah, Hook's safe. And then they've shafted him. So all of a sudden he wants to go home. Didn't hear anything about it till after Jason Riles was thrown out of the conversation and then Shane Flanagan instantly was named, pretty much. So I'm tending not to buy into too much of this media stuff at this point because my theory is still he likes Shane Flanagan. Uh, he doesn't like Shane Flanagan. Apparently they know each other. They live in the same suburb or something. They've gone for coffee. I haven't even done but my that. argument to that is you go for heaps of people, like you go for coffee with heaps of people that you would not want to work with. You know what I mean? Like, you can be mates with people that you're like, yeah, but I'm not going to put my career in your hands. And not, like, he's at the end of his career. He just wants to go home to Queensland. He's a fucking weapon. And you can't pay me enough to stay at this bag of shit. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, Um, your thoughts on the transfer window that they're proposing? Just briefly. I don't mind it. What do you want? Like... You as a fan, how do you want to see these trades? Do you give a fuck if it's happening throughout the season? If your gun's going to go off and go sign somewhere else and you find out a year before? Um, I just... 
it's above my pay grade. I'll, you know what? What, you don't have contract, an opinion? A contract, but it doesn't matter about your opinion because the contract's not worth the paper it's printed on. No one's job's actually safe. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you could get sacked tomorrow. Any one of them, players, coaches. I mean, any one of us could, every, Everyone you know, except like, for Vlandy's fucking can get yeah, sacked Yeah, like, tomorrow. bro. Like, um, but, I don't know, like, it is a farce. You should probably have to go to a bottom four team if you're looking to get out. If it's that much of an emergency to get out, if the t- uh, club's toxic or whatever, but, um, yeah. I don't know. You should have to see out your contracts. In my opinion, you should never be allowed to breach a contract. You signed it. That's the deal. Sign. You signed it. Like if you didn't weren't confident, sign a smaller one. Sign a season. See where it goes. You know, they would have still threw the same money at you. Yeah. Nah. Well, that's it. Even the clubs want that long term. If they're looking to build around him, then they're looking for that long term contract. At, you know, on their own. So they want him to well, sign the a three reason year, four year deal. The reason the long contracts and shit is so you can um you can build you can say oh we've got this bloke here we've got origin player ben hunt here yeah but if origin player ben hunt's not happy he can just mess with your whole squad for three years like that's it you know what happens next if they deny him the 2023 uh the end of 23 release then he'll just kick stones for 2024 You'll be like, all right, pay me a million bucks. Watch me, Luke Brooks, the shit out of this. Speaking of Luke Brooks, Luke Brooks to Manly next year. That's not an immediate deal, is it? No. Uh, He'll see any season with the Tigers. He yeah, has to. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he have to. He'd have to. Yeah, like um, they, they need him over there, especially at this point. Well, they wouldn't want to pay him though. He's on stupid money at the moment. It's yeah. true. Oh, well, I'll take you to Supercoach just quickly because we've been talking footy. We'll go back to a bit of footy a bit later. Um, hey, uh, trades, how much you got? I don't know. Uh, you still have at least 12. Did you trade two last week? Um, One or two? I think I made two trades in the end. So that's 12. Um, you playing head-to-head or are you going for overall glory or are you still a bit of both? I just want to make Podmasters, bro. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's head to head, yeah, right. Um, well, it's now or never for, for pretty much. If you have, I know you don't have boost, but I have a boost. And if you've got some trades, head to head finals aren't far away. And if if you're in with a sniff, I think it's this is the sort of weeks where you've got to use your boost, um, get your trades. You probably if you're not playing the buy rounds in your head to head finals, I wouldn't boost this week. I'd wait till you. I was just about to pick you up on that. You um, said boost this week. It's like, I'd be holding that for the well, finals. So, some, some people are playing through, you know. Um, it depends on when it's best for you to boost, but if you need to make moves to get there, now's the time. Like, I've still got a couple of head-to-heads that I've really got to knuckle down on, and this is sort of the week to do it. Um, but if you're, going for head to, if you're not going for head-to-heads and you're going for overall glory, I suggest you hang on to your boosts and trades as long as you humanly possibly can because those last couple of games tend to throw some curveballs at you with restings and shit like that. And if you can boost your way out of that, well, you'll be you'll be coming home with a wet sail. Um, so, yeah, trades. Uh, Juzzy, you were talking to me earlier about making two trades that I don't know if I can see one of them being feasible, but two of them are a bit nuts. Um, going the two Titans fellas that play Origin. Um, you're looking at bringing back Defee and looking at bringing in Tino, yeah? Either that or I'm looking at bringing in Munster. I'm, either way, I'm looking to bring in Origin players, um, which sucks because I know I'm going to lose them for Origin. Yeah, well, f- for me, I, I wouldn't bring in both. Munster, I could see a world where you bring him in because it's Munster then pretty much daylight. Oh, Cody's going okay, but he's in a bit of a slump at the moment. But it, Dill Bags probably won't be back this year. I'm not too sure. He might, but um, yeah. So it's a, it's a bit of a thing. I can see a world where you pick up AFB over um, Tina this week, just so you have that 19 player, because I know you're lacking for 19 as well. So. What way are you looking at if you had if you if you could go another way, would you not get a D this week or you feel he's a must? 
Yeah, so that's the thing. I do feel like he's a must. Look what he pumped out last week, bro. He's pretty much averaging 100. Yeah. Like, he's a threatening, dangerous weapon. I do feel like I need him. I need to feel like I... Well, I've got to bite that bullet for um, Origin uh, and round 19. I count well, I my players maybe at the moment. 20, you know, that's, that's what you've got to look at. Yeah, well, I count on my players at the moment, and I've got seven. So even if I make two trades this week and three trades next week, still only five trades, so I'm only getting to 12. Well, Best case scenario. Well, out of the next couple of weeks, you've got the Tigers, Titans, and Sharks. Their, their buys are all done. They have no more buys left. Um, you can you can pick players up from there and be confident they'll see you through to 27 if that's how long you're going for. And then the Eels have a buy in 27, so you can hang on to a trade or whatever if you've got your Hot Goods or your Moseses or your Guffos. But, yeah, Tigers, Titans and Sharks, like, yeah, there's a few Sharks that are pretty juicy if you haven't got your Nakoras. Um, Nico, if you haven't got Nico, I know he's highly owned, but he's not owned by everyone. Um, Will Kennedy's a bit of a pod too. Then the Tigers, now Jerome Buller, is it Jerome or Jerome Buller? Jerome Buller. It's Jerome Buller. Now he's still highly owned, like 20% or something. Their, their runs, not as, he's not as good without Brooks and that either, I've noticed. Would you move him on this week if you had him? Or would you, uh, Buller, Buller, or would um, you be? Oh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Would you look at bringing him in if you didn't have him? No. No? He's a bit too expensive for me, but I've been saying that all season, and look how well he's done. I, but I mean, I've had my reasons for not bringing him in. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I wouldn't be getting on now. What are you doing over there? I'm looking at trades. I'm trying to figure out what I am doing this week, because now you've got me questioning my trades, so. No, no, well, I'm just. Thanks for that. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, if you really look. You can afford to bring in one guy a week that's playing Origin, just not two. You'll cripple yourself. And then look at last week. Tino didn't back up. That that I know it got a few people. A few people didn't know that he was even out. So they're copping AEs and shit. Um, so, yeah, I just expect it's a, it's a big, big risk bringing in three or four Origin blokes over the next month, you know? There's got to be other ways you can look at. There's people out there doing the similar, if not the same, as these guys. Like AFB, for one, is one of them. Um, who's the other guy? Munster. Munster's the only one down there. You could really do pot on somewhere, but Munster's the only guy for me. What are you doing there? I'm second-guessing my Munster trade this week. I don't know whether to bring him in this week or not against Panthers. He's out for Origin next week. Hey, so I just his... wait for round 20. See, I think now's the time for me to map out exactly when and how I'm getting in all those players. Cause... Well, what's, have, you, have you gone and had a look at his past scores against Penrith? Um, no, it's a completely different Penrith team, man. And charged up from Origin, he could, chair, he could tear but that's what I'm Jack Cogger's stuff if apart. If you have a look, like Munster does his Munster shit against virtually everyone anyway. Like, he, he has his better games. Like, you'll find he dogs it when the team's pumping, pumping aside. You know, he's not in it. But when they're getting belted, Munster puts his fucking hand up and, and he runs the ball. He he does the crazy shit. Like, you'll notice people, everyone who captained Munster against the Titans fucking for years and years, he'd come out with 30s and 40s while everyone around him's tunning up, you know, because he doesn't need to be in it. He's just, he's, he's a footballer who loves the challenge and Penrith's the team that'll throw the challenge at him. I just, he's got points in him. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a stupid move to bring him in this week. But I just want you to look at big picture. Like, you're in a position where you're going okay. Um, you've got 19 to think about. See, I dropped heaps of spots this week. I dropped then, down 7,000 this week. So, so yeah, like... Off the back of 200 points, man. It's fickle. Well, well that's it. Well, me and you are a couple of points away from each other. Like, I'm 8,000 at the moment. See, so you're on the come up. It's not... Well, I'm not on the come up. I've just had two... That's Two weeks in the green. I haven't had big jumps, just a couple of thousand spots here and there. Yeah. But, yeah, and it's all building f for this week where I look at my team this week and it's strong. Like, I'm confident that I can nearly, like, I'd, I've got 
things I can do, but I'm confident that I can match most of my opponents this week pre-trades, you know, and it's a matter of what I want to do from there and where I go with it. Like, um, I just want, I just want to run through a little list that I got here. Um, it's the trades that you sort of want to be making over the next couple of weeks, or I have a pod at the end. I have a pod player at the end of them. So in the hooker, I got Harry and Cook. Could you argue for anyone else in there? Nah, nah. Well, I've thrown little up because he's since the coaching change, he's been throwing up some decent scores. He's only one point six percent owned, but it'd be a ballsy play to go in, but. Especially the way there's a fractured club, but he's been doing his job in the middle, okay. And him and DeBellin tackle top, uh, top the tackle count, so he's getting it in base as well. So I'm not minding watching Little, but bar an injury, I wouldn't get on him. Uh, and then in the front row, you want to have either Tino, Haas, Fanua, Blake. Um, Fanua Blake, I think, is probably my first, I should put Fanua Blake first there just because he does play 19. He doesn't have any origin. Um, what's the word for it? He's not committed to origin, so he definitely plays. And he play. I think they have a buy in 21 or 22, the Warriors. So you could definitely see you through over the next couple of weeks, especially if you've got the trades. And then there's a Jack DeBellin who I have regrets of selling. Um, <laughs> the other week, he's at so five. Arrived. 5.1%. Um, so he's a decent pod to look at if you want to have a, a pod for the run home. And then in the second row, Defi, Nakora. Now, I feel other than them two, it's only got Nakora up there with Defi because if you have a look at the Sharks run, it's starting to really look good for Nakora. And Nico's looked pretty good last week too, so they'll start firing again soon. And if you want a pod on in there, Nath won't be too far away, and I don't think it matters with Luai and Sorensen what Nath's doing. I think Luai and Sorensen are sort of doing their own thing, and as long as Luai's in the team, Sorensen seems to get the ball more off him than what he gets off Salmon, if you know what I mean. So his yeah. scores aren't as good with Salmon, but still chugging along good, and I wouldn't mind having him for the run home, old Scotty Sorensen. Uh, Nico, and I've got SJ because... We don't know on Nafe at the moment, but fuck SJ's just chugging along super smooth, man. Um, I wouldn't begrudge anyone for even just holding SJ for the rest of the year and not worrying about Nafe when he come back if you had SJ. And then for the pod one in there, just with Turbo going down, we've we've noticed over the years, Chez seems to step up a bit when Turbo goes down. Bit of a pod, bit of a gamble for sure. It's a gamble, but he's only 4% owned at the moment. And if you're looking for that sneaky pod, Chaz could be the man for you. Um, in the number six, Munster and Cody, they're probably the only two solidified sixes at the moment with bags being ruled out. I personally jumped on Metcalf the other week just on virtual rumours and shit like that, and I didn't mind what I'd seen previous from what he's thrown up previously so i jumped on him but aj brimston's another one who he could play origin but aj so he'd be one you'd have to watch out for there but he's only 2.4 percent owned brimo and he's scoring okay and then in the center wings i've got azarko who fuck man at the start of the year if you told me i wouldn't be mentioning azarko as a must-have by the end of the year must-have keeper you would have laughed at me. It's but been a keeper since they dot, bro. Here we are. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> um, now I've got Marju, just because Greggy does his own shit. Like, he was my captain last week, and he top-scored for the Knights and didn't even score a try. So that shows the effort he's sort of putting in when he does catch that bus. And then Campbell Graham, if he doesn't get picked for Origin, I think, especially with no trell in that Campbell game's sort of been having them extra runs and stuff, but then the pod one of DWZ, only 4% owned. I think he's gone back-to-back three weeks in a row. Got four tries last week. Top scored with how much, does he? 170-something. Old Dallin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, 
in the number one position with the likes of Turbo and Teddy Gorn. 175. 175 with Insane. the likes of Turbo and Teddy on the downward spiral a bit. Drinky, mate, at 3.4%. Holy moly. Um, he's got 800k pretty quick and he's now not really achievable for some people to get. Um, and then Buller. I've been looking at him, but he's... I should have jumped on when he was cheaper. I should have swapped him out for Teddy, but stubbornness got me there. And then your boy, Dylan Edwards. Jazzy Dylan Edwards. Killing it. 11% own. Pretty, pretty cheap still, I think. Pretty cheap still, I think, so... Yeah. I was looking at him, but that's it. I'm questioning now, do I make a second row trade? Because I've got Cartwright and Hopgood both on the buy. I bought in Tamalolo as like a, I don't know, gamble the other week. It's not paying off. Uh, 18th man, not even named this week. I don't know if he's dropped out because there's nickel or whatever. Um, if he is, I'm going to have to move him on. Otherwise, I'm thinking maybe Schuster. Do I gamble? See, the other conundrum is, right, like I'm thinking about getting rid of a fullback. I've got Teddy and Gutho. I bought in Gutho last week, cheering. Um, but Teddy, not so much. So I'm thinking about getting rid of Teddy. I could put Ponga um, or I could put a centre down there. If I put Ponga there, then I could possibly put Schuster in at 5.8. Otherwise, I've got to bring in a long-term 5.8. So do I take the gamble on Munster this week? And he's off next week, therefore crippling my buy round numbers, or do I just get in the, the people that I want? See, I've got, I got 10 left after I do two this week. Are you in a position in your head to heads? Because you, you stated you're only worried about your head to heads, yeah? Yeah. Are you in a position where you can drop a week? Or are you fighting for positions? I'm there? fighting for positions, I'm pretty sure. Because, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be your thing there. Monster. He'll catch up eventually, but it's these coming weeks where if you're in the Podmasters, most of them are pretty much got running the Munsters and shit anyway, so they're going to cop that hit that week. Yeah. You know, so... I'm in the top eight, but not by much. Like, I've got to win my next few weeks for sure to stay in contention. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole competition separated by four points, so it's pretty close. Yeah. But... I don't know. Yeah, well, I think maybe you might have to just hang on and look to bring in, instead of like what we talked about earlier, maybe not a Tino and jump on AFB. He covers you. Granted, he doesn't have the 100 in him. He does have hundreds in him, like, don't get me wrong, but Tino seems to have a bit bit more in him. But AFB's really come around this year. He's next leveled himself. I'd be looking looking at that. Um, now, quickly, you going to do a Brad's video or? Yeah, let's do that. Good evening, super coaches. Good evening to all the crew there uh, in at 360 headquarters. Jazzy, Louie and Bergs, mate. Hey, these are all going well. I've seen lots of green arrows over the last few weeks. Now, this week, I'm going to pose a couple of little questions to you and a couple of thoughts. Um, I did put up an article there, which you'll uh, find in the uh, 360 podcast page. Go have a, a quick read of it. If you've got some thoughts about your halfbacks and your um, or more your 5 position and your fullback, which uh, both positions have proven to be an almighty headache, particularly now Walsh is gone. Um for a few weeks, don't worry about me dog barking out there, he's just a, a lunatic, a bit like me I guess, And uh, but I'm going to talk tonight about a couple of real different options um, you might want to consider, uh, you know, a lot of people might want to lay off Munster and probably till after the origin period when we know that he's um, really going to start to hit his straps, which, you know, Munster should be just about your number one target in that 5 position. Um, I think I'm going to be getting him this week, but there's a couple other little ones that are floating about that you probably um, might be well worthy to consider. Um, the first one of these is this fella, Teague Wilton. Now, um, Cronulla have had all their buys, so you're going to be uh, sailing pretty all the way home if you get any Cronulla player. 
Um, and they don't have a too bad a draw. I think it's looking pretty damn good for them. Um, Teague's BE is only 55, and he's priced at 570 at the moment. He's uh, got an average of 63. Not a greatest average in the world, but it's not bad either for 570. Uh, you want a consistent one. He barely has... I don't think he's fallen below 50 so far this year. I'd have to go back and check that absolutely, but... Um, he, he's been extremely consistent in his scoring. Now, the other thing is, is that he's done an awful lot of this without too many attacking stats. He's got a couple of tries here and there, um, but an awful lot of this week in, week out, he's primarily on a, on a fair base. Um, and he's not too far away from getting some attacking stats. So I think that he could be one you should, uh, if you've got the cash and you're, you're trying to look for that little bit of a pod, and one that's going to be consistent, you can just sit in your team as, you, say, your fifth, second rower for the rest of the year. I reckon he probably would, would go down okay. Um, the other one I'll talk about is this big unit, uh, AFB from the Warriors. Now, the Warriors have just about been kissed on the dick uh, as far as what a uh, run home is concerned. Um, they've got a, a tough three games coming up, but after these three games... <clears throat> they really, the draw opens up for them. I mean, they've got the Bulldogs, the Tigers, Manly, Dolphins. Um, it's a great run home, particularly for head-to-head players. If, you, if you're playing a head-to-head, um, which I'm playing everything head-to-head overall, doesn't matter. Um, but if you for your head-to-head players, uh, AFB's run at the back end there looks fantastic. Now, the best thing about AFB... Um, is that he's priced at 703k. Um, he does have a BE of 81, so he might come down a little bit cheaper, yes. So he, he might be a wait until next week, if you wish. Um, depends how much you need uh, the points. He has a 71-point average. Uh, so anybody in the 70s region, of course, that's what we class. Well, I generally try to class a keeper once you start getting over that 70. It's somebody you want in your team for the rest of the year. If you've got the cash and you want a, a bit of a, you know, a lot of other people have gone the Haas route and uh, um, Horsberg and a few others. Uh, Big Tino will be coming in a lot of people's team as a front rower. Um, but a serious, serious option, and a bloke that he's going to um, really brain it towards the back end of the year, um, AFB. His minutes uh, have been quite uh, Webster there in the, the Warriors. There's been... Uh, pretty generous with his minutes a lot of the time. Even if there's the slightest injury, he seems to benefit from this. But I think his minutes are around 63 average, um, which for a front rower is outstanding. So he's a good one to sort of consider for yourselves. Um, another two things to think about. Palacia in at the Broncos. Uh, I'll quickly mention him. Um now, there's a few cheapies running around. Faray is another. Uh, but I'd really, um, if it was myself, I'm, I'm going to steer clear of him. Kenner is another one um, from South Sydney. Uh, again, geez, he, I mean, he, he rose 64000 last week, but I, and there is another price rise coming. Uh, and he does play the upcoming buy, as does Faray. But um, this job security for Faray looks awful. And the job security for Kenner isn't too flash either, particularly once the trail gets back and they start shifting numbers around. Um, yeah, I'm not really convinced. Um, I mean, he might just end up enough for you, and that would be probably great. That probably would be the best best thing. Um, Kenner will be playing, you would think, the buy round, uh, particularly if Campbell Graham gets selected, which I think he might in the origin. Um so out of all of them, Kenner probably looks the best. Palacia in the front, in the second row for the Broncos also looks very good. He has had a, uh, he's a benefit of Ricky's injury. Ricky looks like to have about eight weeks out, I think is, is the call. Um, to Palacia, it's his spot to really lose. He's starting there now in the second row. Um, he got 42 last week, 42 or 52 minutes. So he's not getting the greatest minutes. Um, and his PPM at around about 0.8 is not huge. He had a base of 32 
with that as well. So do consider that. Yes, he's 290k, so it'd be a nice downgrade. You get an extra number for your buy round, uh, but is it what you really want? Particularly if they play silly buggers and they decide to start somebody else. There's a few other uh, middles and edges there at the Broncos that could possibly come in, and then he goes back to the bench, and you've got an AE or nightmare on your hands. Um, that's one you want to consider. Um, it's probably, you know, this time of year the, for the run home, you want to be looking at keepers. Um, and those sort of dangerous ones, like the ones I've mentioned, you need to be, you do need to be a bit careful with. Um, but we do need to do downgrades to get the cash to get our, uh, our keepers. My keeper this week, as I said, I'm bringing in Munster. A um, couple of reasons. Averaging 75, there's the biggest reason in the world. Um, in a very tricky position, 5-8, Brown's not going to be back. Uh, Ponga and Brimson could also be very real options, but Brimo looks like he might get selected for origin, is the whisper. So, um, yeah, yeah, Ponga. Um, I have Ponga, but I'm going to be pairing up Ponga with Munster at 5-8 for the run home. Uh, the other reason I'll pick him is because his price is six hundred thousand six hundred and sixty six and six hundred dollars. All those sixes, the devil's number. So that's a sign. That's a sign to me that he's got to come into my team. So money is coming in, like a lot of people though. All right, super coaches, have some good luck this week. Hope you see more green arrows. And that uh, all the buy planning you might have done for next week doesn't come undone with a stack of injuries or suspensions. Good luck, 360 crew. Uh, I hope you have a good pod tonight and catch you next time. All right. Good evening, super coaches. Good evening, too. As always, Braddo from Off the Bench Podcast does great work, puts in a ton of effort. You'll see his write ups. Just about everywhere you can look on um, a super coach thing on Facebook, he he shares them everywhere. They're handy as, but you know if Brad's talking about them, they're fucking guns as well. So he's mentioned Munster, who he's bringing in this week. Who you are also looking at bringing in this week? He has mentioned the Origin thing, but like we talked about before, I think just points for and against. I think you can. You might be able to just sit him, you know, that week because you'll make it up the following for you. Yeah, you might be able to, you but we're looking at to. looking at my team. I can't unless I'm fielding twelve next week. Yeah, um, and that's well, a best case scenario. And you've got KP already, yeah. Yeah. Does he play next week? I'm not sure. Um, Don't think so. Well, then the other one, Brad. Brad mentioned in there was AFB, who we, who I sort of speared you into over a um, Fasuma Ale. I'm, th- I'm looking at both. I'll be honest, if you can bring in AFB this week, sit on for Sumale and see if he gets named after Origin for 20, pick him up then. You know? Yeah, but see, I'm waiting on a few players for that, so I really do have to start planning for it now and instituting some of those trades now. Well, I'd just be a bit worried bringing him now, especially after he had such a big... He, he's such a big game player. He puts in 110, so you know that he's going to be putting it in origin next week and then his coach obviously sees that too and rested him last week last minute which if you bring him in this week that's like the rest of the queensland team he's been three, on the beers with the boys for three days that's three possible that's three possible weeks in a row you've spent nine hundred thousand dollars for nothing yeah it's what i'm getting po- possibly maybe right um, like that's the whole thing you've got to take those gambles and i'm just saying i just think it's a massive one especially i've got to look at my run home this time of year to be bringing in a tino when you've got afb probably four points shy a week but definitely plays the next month of footy whereas he doesn't so i pretty much have to take that gamble on tino or munster munster for me like we talked about for fucking weeks man six is shit Six is a bit of a wasteland since Bags went down and Cody's uh, not in a slump, but he's not posting the big scores, as you know from last week. Yeah. Uh, your cat then. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, so it's 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 a guy. Munster's the guy. We all know that from the start of the year. We've talked Munster up for years, man. So I don't know. 
it is your team to look at. I think it's something you have to look at over the next day. Just have a think about it. But got anything in the live? Um, just quickly, though, Walsh, with Walsh going down for the next three weeks as well, he's 28% owned, um, 12% of the top 1% own him. So there's a few up there that got him, and they're going to have to make moves if they can too. But Or is three weeks for a guy like Walsh a hold? Or is fullback too key of a position to just sit him? You don't know what I'm talking about? No. Walsh, like, would, uh, you, would you sit him for three weeks or would you sell him? Yeah, if I had him, I'd sell him. You'd have to, eh? Yeah. Like three weeks is a long Yeah, off. this close to the end of the season. If he's not in your definite for the run home, yeah. he's got a few buys coming up. He misses a few games, like, yeah. Yeah, he could be, could be a definite sell. One of those players that maybe should have been rested after Origin. Yeah. Bit too charged up. Yeah, a bit too, a bit too much going on, eh? Maybe that's it. Maybe it was just yeah. Yeah. So what do you got in the live there? Uh, not much. Here we go. Uh, g'day, Valsey, Dan Hand, Dave Whiteley's in there. Jason reckons you look baked. I mean, I'm guessing. Oh, well, just flash, bro. Sorry. <laughs> Saxy says Con seems to go missing more than Luke Brooks. A few people asking where Con is tonight. Actually, that's uh, the only question there. Con, um, he's taking a, a sabbatical, as he would call it, a hiatus. Yeah, yeah, he's just doing con things. So we'll move along from that. Uh, I do have a few questions on Facebook before we go to that decent matchups this week, for, and it's a decent matchup for Nico this week in particular. Uh, really bounced back last time he played against the Dogs, who were shit. This week's has the Dragons. Oh, shit. But yeah. it's their local derby. But it's the first game. So he's definitely a lock VC, but would you balls up and throw the straight C on, or is that something that's just a bit too balls A for you on a Thursday night? See, I'm, I'm at a point, well, I was last week, where that would have cost me an AE. Right? Like I would have gotten an AE for doing the loop. But then I would have brought in someone horrid yeah. for like 20 points. So it wasn't really beneficial to run the loop on Gutho. And they ended up captaining Cody Walker and, yeah, lost like 100, 150 points. wasn't good. It happens, happens to the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've got some questions. Um, here we are. Daniel Michael, is Nano now an option for head-to-head players? If we circumvent the North Queensland two buyers. If you circumvent the buyers, that's the big question at this part of the season, isn't it? Mm. You've got to build for the run home, but you've still got that one last buy round, so you've got to take that into consideration. Like, I'm running pretty pretty thin. I went, like, I, I did well through the first and second buy rounds, yep. but now I'm, like, running pretty thin because I haven't done much towards that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I just sort of brought in a couple of players to get me through those rounds using trades at the time. And so now I'm like, well, do I do that or do I cop one lower buy round and build just straight up for the run home? Like, that's my conundrum at this point of the season. And it's like, it's really hard to figure out. Like, that's it. do I go Munster or do I go Tino and Defi? I mean, either way, all three of them cost me the round, uh, cost me the buy, right? Because they're, but if their team's on a buy, then it's almost a win win because well, I was losing them anyway. Titans play. Well, yeah, I know. But Melbourne don't. They don't play 19. So Munster, don't. Munster might be the weight. That's just saying straight up there, he's definite weight. Yeah. If he came back, like Brad said, he's fucking lowest price he's been with a 6-6 all year. So it's probably the week to jump on. I haven't checked his, checked his BE, but. No matter what it is, he's fully capable of getting it unless it's 200, you know. Like, he's got 150s before. He's just a gun. Uh, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Nenai. Um, Nenai for me. <laughs> <laughs> Nenai. Look, Nenai for me, he's definitely good fifth to play on matchups. Like, he scores tries against them weaker sides. The Cowboys can definitely pile on some points. And he's he's definitely a go-to man on that side. Um, he's a weapon, we know that Yeah, he's a definite, definite fifth I wouldn't have him as 
my top tier second rower if you catch me drift. Yeah, see, I haven't got four second rows I'm keeping at this point. I've got me, I've got five, so I'm I'm pretty well flushed. I've got people that are like keepers, but not necessarily the people I'm keeping. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, Nanai, getting him? No, I don't think so. I yeah. mean, he- if you had the luxury, if you already had your four set and you wanted that fifth guy to to bring in and out, of I, mean, that I don't case. know. Like, see, for me, the ignoring two buys. Is something you can't do unless one of those buys is round nineteen, which it probably well, is. It is one of them is, but that's still you've got ten rounds to go, less than ten rounds to go, and two of them are soaked up by buys. One of them by Origin. Yeah, well, that's it. You got, you just got to question how limited you're actually going to be, and what what you're doing through that nineteenth round buy, like. If you can, even if, if he's the one you're looking at, take a gamble, bro. Like, yeah. do what you want to do. You know Sometimes what I mean? Like, just balls and nuts where you, that's it. Where you straight make up moves. Like, and um, he's a, he's an absolute weapon. Just make sure you're covered for those buys. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, unless they're some of the few games. And like the thing you got to remember is, if he's one of the guys that you're actually going to be relying on each week, then uh, come head to head finals, he's got to buy probably in that period. And you, if they're you know, clinch finals, unless you're coming first or second or whatever and you get that second by the cherry. You don't want your shitters in there. Yeah, exactly. Like, you want to make sure that the dudes that you are actually relying on, if he's one of your primary three, then you're in trouble. Yeah. Like Parramatta have that buy in 27. You've got to check your head-to-head schedules. If you're playing in round 27, which some head-to-heads are, then... There you go. You got Yeah, those. you know. Bang. You've Moses. got a few players you might have to offload in Off the finals. The- like Hopgood's highly owned still. Like there's a few para players that are very relevant. Yeah, well, that's it. There that last round. I got Hopgood, Cardi, and Gutho. So I got three of them out this week, which leaves me thin. Like I'm relying on Newcastle players, bro. And yeah. that's never a good feeling. I mean, KP's been chugging along nicely. Dom Young's up and down. Marju does his job when he gets the bus, you know. Like, yeah. but still three players down last week. Just. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you don't look at it and you go back to back weeks, these wise can be killers, man. If they if you're even relying on one of those players to make your stronger seventeen each week, if you're relying on more than one, you can be just, yeah. Ouch! I well, see yeah, what next. some people felt with the first one. Like I haven't really looked ahead each time. Like I know we've talked about it, but I've always been in a position where I've just somehow made it. Whereas this time it's like, no. Nah, if I don't make it every trade according to the buy rounds, I don't make it. Well, that's I'm where forced I was to feel of, ten. I got a bit. I sort of shit the gear in the first one. I wasn't prepared as well as I thought I'd be. And then I think there was people didn't get played that week and some of it. It just went a bit sideways on me and I had to max trade with a boost just to field 12. Um, And that was for buy round one. And then from there I've really dived deep like into buying who I'm going to buy and why I'm going to buy them and, I've planned okay. I'm pretty okay for 19 and beyond. So that was something I sort of looked at after that first one, which you didn't have that drama where you had to use four trades to get into it, whereas I had to use four trades just to be relevant and still posted a shit score, you know. So it was just one of the things. Anyway, Lloyd, Lloyd Clark, thoughts on anti-potting Hines till after the Origin teams are picked? Look, if you run an SJ and um, SJ and uh, Hughes, yeah, you're not missing too much on Nico anyway. But I see what you're saying. There's a good chance he plays that third game. Me and Juzzy were talking about it on our way to dinner, while we're waiting for dinner. There's a good chance they blood him down here in front of the New South Wales crowd and give him his first Origin here rather than up there. It's pretty daunting. Old Suncorp. But, yeah, there is a world where he does play Origin. Our perfect world says he doesn't get picked <laughs> from Supercoach perspective, but from the Blues perspective. Does, does Luai get dropped for Game 3? I think that's the big question. Yeah. He's, he, like, he just, you know, what did he offer, what did he offer up? You've seen it. You watched the game. Where was his kicking game go next level for you? No, well, that's it. Yeah, that, 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 that caused a few... Was his pass like his passing game wasn't too bad, but was he really using his outside backs and that to the best of his ability? I don't know. Um, I just don't think he's that guy without 
the Penrith structure of Nath and his whole old back line, like him, Crichton and Toto all played Penrith back line. Well, that's, I mean, that's it. It's it's a different game. You know what I mean? I just don't think he's, I just don't think he's the guy, personally. Nah. That's my, my personal opinion. And then that other bullshit, like coming out being a clown and then blaming everyone for death threats. It's like, yeah, well, death, everyone gets a death threat here and there. Like, it's been a ma- massive thing going to football players for the last couple of years. If you don't want them, don't get social media or don't at least don't be a fuckwit on there. Like sitting down, you know, and then whinging about people. It's like, ah, oh, you bring it on yourself, dude, you know. Like no one deserves to be death threatened. It's a game. <laughs> it's really it's just a game. But you don't have to be a fuckwit about it either. And then wonder why everyone don't like you. You know, it does a lot for the community and shit, but whatever. Vowsy, fourteen seventy two last week, lads. Bar yeah, that's a good score last week. Yeah, smashed um, it. What'd you get? Thousand. Thousand. That's four hundred on top of you. You know, that's massive. Four hundred and fifty, bro. That's a whopper. Whip it out, Bowsy. Brought in Big Nelson last week for Cam Murray and it paid off. What are your thoughts on him being a keeper till the end or just use him as a stepping stone? That comes down to Katoa. That all comes down to when Katoa's back and he loses that edge spot because he's, he's good on an edge, Big Nelson. He's so, such a big human being. He's bigger than a half back in the centre where he's running that line, you know. Fuck, like. You wouldn't want to see that as a centre or a half-back. Like, he's a huge human being. <laughs> but, yeah, it all comes down to Katoa. Once he gets moved back into the middle, I expect the same. You know, I expect the 50s out of him without a try. Whereas, yeah, on the edge, he just bulldozes people. Like, does come down to Katoa. So I'd be keeping an eye on that. Because as long as Nelson's playing 12, keep him. But if he's not playing 12... Upgrade. Agree? Yeah. Uh, Bradley Baxter. Cody and AJ to Mulatalo and... What is it? Mulatalo. Mulatalo and CNK. Would mean moving Manu to 5'8 to pair pair with Munster. South struggling without Trell and Warriors draw is exceptional. Yeah, well, that's what I've spooked before as well. The Warriors draw is good. Yeah. Um, Good for AFB, good for CNKs, SJs, hopefully Egan, who I jumped on. TWCs. Um, yeah, there's a few. I jumped on a couple just because how good they're going. Um, um, but, yeah, I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that at all. CNK especially. Chansey has been chiming in with Dallin the last couple of weeks and just really, they really have a good combination going um, I wouldn't not tell anyone to get Chansey this year. Dallin, I could still give a miss to, but Chansey, definitely. And Ronaldo, I think the Sharks draw is about to open up too. So Ronaldo is definitely a good shout. He's been just chugging along, doing his own thing anyway. And I don't think he's gone back-to-back too often this year, which is definitely coming. He, like He goes back-to-back every now and again, and his run's definitely coming. So. I really like that move, uh, Brad. Watto, Jared Watson. Um, I got too many questions. I got too many questions. Got way too many fires to put out. Don't know where to start. <laughs> Need a premium front row upgrade and get rid of Edwards via Jules or Schuster for front row, for a front rower. Let's stop and answer that. To get rid of Harrison via Jules or Schuster for a premium front rower, which we're, we've already cut. I'd definitely get rid AFB. of. I'd definitely get rid of Schuster first, just because Schuster is shit. Like super coach was, you know, his his points are not there. Whereas Edwards, at least if something does happen in the dogs pack, Edwards will come on and fill the hole and play the minutes. Yet you're probably a bit better base and. With no turbo, I expect a little bit of a halt in the manly go forward, you know. Turbo's a massive chunk of what they do. So Schuster, again, is a loser with turbo going out, in my opinion, especially if Cherry 
is going to take up the onus because he's on the other side of the field working with Olakowatu and probably Garrick and shit, you know, and he's more than likely the man that's going to do it where he's used to just sit out there more than happily getting his 800k doing fucking nothing, <laughs> which you can't blame him, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'd get rid of Schuster before Edwards, me, does he? Yeah. You sort of got to get rid of both, though, don't you? You do, you do, but I just think Schuster's probably more of a, a sell than... See, I got rid of Schuster. I got rid of Edwards a couple of weeks ago when Schuster was 250k. Yeah. Now he's 400. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking to get rid of Schuster possibly this week, Schuster or Kepi. There's a good chance Kepi's just getting rested, though. Um, and he'll look, well, I mean, he'll get a bench spot back. With Gerbo being back really hurts him. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. So he'll get a bench spot back. And at the start of the year, he was getting 35 out of a bench spot. So, yeah, it's not like his work rate increases dramatically when he comes back. Uh, Is Gerbo going to play Origin? Nah, not with one game back. You don't reckon? Nah. Mm, maybe. Why bring him in for game three? He's the fucking heart and soul of our fucking forward pack, mate. He's just a beast, you know. He's a beast. We missed him so much. Yeah, I know, but man, um, we've also been without him for now for five weeks. We've missed him up there. If it was the decider, then it might be a different story, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, I get that too. And then the second part um, of what I was question is, trade Walsh to, to Mulatalo or Munster via Jules? Well, my last option was Peachy to Nakora. Mmm, tough one. Walsh got to go, bro. I think, especially if you do have, if you have put a, a trade away, I think you can probably get rid of Walsh. And if you really want, what him back fullback later. are you bringing in this week, though? Um, like if you're saying get rid of Walsh, who's a fullback? If I don't own a Chanty at fullback. Yeah, well, you can move him around when you've got cash to bring in someone else. Yeah, but that's it. Like, who are you aiming for now? Well, Chansey, if you haven't got a Chansey. Um, or that's about it at the moment off the top of my head. I'll have to think. Edwards, maybe. Or Drinky, if I had the money. But he does have the buy next week. But Drinky's been really doing really good, you know. Um, he's one I've missed a boat on hard. Peachy to Nakora, I think if you really, really want, you could hold the peach till fucking 20. I think he probably plays 20 if that if, if it's a big origin and uh, Ivan rests uh, Crichton Toto again. So I can see Peachy getting one more and he's just coming off back of 100. So surely he gets that one more price rise for you too, you know. So I'd probably wait on selling Peachy at the moment. If you go on Walsh to anyone, it's probably uh, it's probably go to Ronnie, man, just because Ronnie plays next week. All their buys are finished. Um, Munster's still got Origin and the buy to contend with. I think Ronnie's the way to go, bro. For me, does yeah. Um, Michael Mizzy, AFB or Nikora? Tough one. Well, Nikora's buys are finished. But um, Nakora's buys are finished. I just like AFB because he's front row and he's solid as. Um, but Nakora, the, like we've talked about a couple of times already, Sharks draws about to open up too. So he and he's he doesn't really just need Nico. Like he was doing okay with Trindle as well. So Nakora's. I brought Nakora in two weeks ago. I haven't been too disappointed. So. Um, Flip the coin on that one, Michael. Depends on who else you got where. If you got a decent other front rower or if you've got Pooh in the front row, you're going to need AFB. If you've got good back row, I mean, not, not a good back row, you're going to need Nakora because at least you can build around him for the next 10 weeks. So eight weeks, nine weeks. Um, Sean O'Verrett, Sean O'Raz, any chance of getting some bonus trades this Bloke is a trade whore. <laughs> <laughs> Was going no trades this week, but with Walsh out, who to pair with Guffer? Got Ponger at 5'8 with Walker. Um, See, I like the Ponger down, 
bring in your five eight. Who's your five eight? If you bring in, are you Munster? Oh yeah, yeah, Munster. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's true. Like that's the big trade this week. You know, like for me, it's getting rid of Tedesco. But I think for a lot of people, look at the carnage that's gone on at fullback in the last few weeks. You know, if people are held turbo that extra week or whatever, and maybe that's one of the fires they've got to put out. There's yeah. Who who are you actually Walsh? He's the big one this week. Who are you running with a fullback? You know what I mean? Like Turbo's gone. Teddy's doing shit. Buller's in there, but he's playing for the Tigers. Brooks is moving on. Is he going to be the same Brooks we saw at the start of the year? There's so many questions going around there. Yeah. Or is Brooks injured anyway? Yeah, Brooks is injured. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. So you know, like, are they the Tigers that we saw at the start of the year? Like, what's actually going on there? Um, there's just not too many options that I'm looking at. I mean, I've got Meany in my team who plays fullback for the Storm. I've got KP well, in my team. Get, I heard a rumour where he's getting pushed to the wing for that young bloke that they want to give a little bit of game time to. Can't remember his name for the life of me, but, yeah, there's a young bloke down there. It might be Sua Logo, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one. Um, but, yeah, I've heard rumours he's... On the cusp of getting a sniff at fullback. Yeah. Which will push Meany back to the wing. Doesn't I don't think it affects me affects him if Fire Logo's got a passing game or whatnot. Which wings you go out to the right? I'd say he goes to the left, coach goes back to the right yeah. and Warbrick drops out like it would have been. No, nah, Warbrick's gotta go to centre right. He's um, too much of a weapon to take out of the team. I don't think who do you drop for him? Remus Smith. Smith. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be a coach. That'd be one of Craig Bellamy's lucky headaches, you know. Um, but for me, I'd, Will Warbrick probably drops out just because... He's done his job for this year. Right, he'll be just, back next he's year. He's excelled. He's excelled. Probably past the point. Um, Will Warbrick. I don't know if he's still at the Storm next year. He probably surely gets a contract. Yeah. A decent one somewhere. But, yeah, he's, he's come good. Um, did we answer Shawno's question? If 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 you're willing to wait, um, I I probably wouldn't get on this week with Munster just because we've talked what I've talked about with you. Like it's got the buys and that coming up. So if there's another way you can go, or just hang on to Walshy for a week or two. Depends on where you are, Shauno, and what you're doing. Your head to head or overall, if you don't have Gutho, I'd be going Gutho. He's got Gutho, yeah. But and Gutho's got the buy this week. If I didn't, if I wanted to just balls to the wall and go someone who'd probably pump it this week, drinky, but yeah, big ass because he's not playing next week. Um, uh, Lloyd Clark, think Walker is a sell from his next buy, if not sooner. Think he's going to start dropping cash, no trail, and two ship buyers to come home. He will be my monster trade very, very soon. Yeah. If not, yeah, you could probably even pull <clears throat> pull the trigger this week. Depends how much he's going to lose over the next two weeks, Lloyd. You don't want to you don't want to copies cash loss and no points and not be able to go to Munster in two weeks after the buy. Munster goes on a tear and Cody don't. Very, very easy gets away from you. Yeah. Um, that's it for questions. We get any more on the live? No, nah, that's about it. All right. Uh, just quickly then, before we go, I just want to throw a list of nuffs at you. I wouldn't look any other way, and I only just throw these at you because they're all jewels. I wouldn't get someone that's not a jewel nuff into my side, basically for the reason of injury, having that jewel nuff in there. You can move so much around. Whereas if you just buy a, a centre, he's going to just sit in the centre wing. You can't move him anywhere. He's virtually useless to you. Um, same as yeah. So it all depends on where you're going to nuff out. If you're a front row sort of nuffer, you bring in definite the second row sort of guy. So you can definitely move around. There's not many front rowers to, to centre wings or anything like that. So that's something you have to really watch out for. and. If you're bringing in one of them, you probably already have one in your side, like a Tahoe or a Tarpany or a Tino or someone like that who you can move around with enough as well. 
there's no point. Oh, like when you trade, you can do it. But sometimes if you don't have them, you can't really move anyone around. Um, so yeah, I got Vili Armifafita, Miles Martin, Jesse Coughlin, and Jack Howarth. Um, they're all your front row second rowers. I wouldn't really dive too much past that because none of them dudes have, are looking at getting runs in the halves. Technically, shouldn't have a half nuff either. Um, you should be running four gun halves if you can. Uh, I understand if you do want to only just run with Munster at six, but due to the, the six crisis. So Iverson, Maddai at the Dogs, and Kyle Labert, I think, is at the Cowboys. They're the only halves that are jewels. Um, and then in the center wing fullbacks, you got Suafire Logo, Bailey Hodgson, Blake Wilson, uh, Willie Army from the Warriors, K.O. Kalo from Souths. Now, Atkinson, Daniel Atkinson was a different one. He's a halfback, um, halfback dual fullback. So it's a weird sort of combination, but. Yeah, I don't know if I'd actually get him in because I'm planning on having two gun halves instead of over two, uh, a one five eight. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> and then Tristan Saylor, he's another one. He'll probably get one game or two maybe with Reese Walsh out. So he, after that, they will nuff himself out. And I'm pretty sure he did okay last time he played. So special mention to young Tristan Saylor, son of the Dell. Um. And that's it for us, is it? Is it? We're at the interview list, though? Yeah. Sweet. Peace out. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Go the Blues.